Hi. Hmm. Are you eating? Yeah. No, no, you haven't got it all set up. It's all echoing back. It's, uh, it is set up. It just needs um, stabilization. Mm, good. I'm sure the uh, weather is not doing us any good either. No. Okay. Well, listen, I've, I've got to go out at midday, so uh, let's get this going when you're ready. Okay. Let me click uh, a few buttons. Good. Good, uh, good, good. Where the hell is it? Episode. Uh, we're sharing the love. Um, Are we? Details to get you packing. Uh, just mail that comes in. How can I get all this stuff to? I've got a part in a film, by the way. You got a part in a film? Yep. Yeah. And uh, do we know the title of the film? Yeah, well, I'm not telling you because you might be recording this. I am recording this. Why oh, are you? Well, no, I'm not telling you. Have you got a speaking part? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to learn the lines at the moment. How many lines are there? Uh, about 20. About 20 lines? That's a, that's a big part, then. No, I'm just in one scene. Right. But it'd be quite fun. It's a gangster movie. Oh, yeah. But sadly, I don't play a bad guy. But never mind. That's all you're getting. Anyway, shall we go? Shall we start this? Shall we uh, do whatever you want to do? Yeah, last week we didn't play any uh, theme music. Why not? I forgot to put it in. You are a pillock of the first fucking order, aren't you? So shall I put it in now and then we won't forget? Put it in. Why'd you do that last week? If I should check on this, put it in. Oh, before you do. Uh, and so I've been checking on this and apparently you're making a fortune out of this podcast. So later, if I don't get some of the money, the police are going to be knocking on your door, probably during this recording. I might have to go out early today. Well, you can forget going out early or late or anything, because, you know, I'd be working my bollocks off. <clears throat> and you telling me nobody makes any money out of podcasts, and all they are saying, oh, yeah, we don't understand why you're not. We're making millions. It's, I've never said we don't make any money. I've just said it all goes on expenses. Yeah, well, apparently your expenses are great. They are at the moment, yes. They're, they're right. So anybody who uh, anybody who has uh, put money into this or advertisers, just get in touch with me at James Well Radio. Uh, no, I can't remember. Just email me at jameswellradio.co.uk. Or no, maybe you should try jameswellradio at gmail.com. Then he can't get his hands on any of the information. I know what you're up to. I get that email before you do. No, you won't. I've I've changed everything overnight. Have you changed the whole lot? Yeah, whole lot. I've I've had uh, the police here, the forensic cyber investigators. Oh, you know them. They said that 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 you were known to them. Yeah, I did apply for a job. Yeah. Well, interestingly, they didn't realise you lived on the Isle of Anglesey. They've been looking for you for years. You're supposed to be a mate. You're not supposed to dob me in. No, no. And, uh, of course, you don't have to put any of that out. But then I might, because I found out how I can do that too. <laughs> so if I don't find about, uh, I don't know, what should we say to start off with? A quarter of a million in my bank account by lunchtime today? That's easy. Considering you've got over 2.3 million in your bank account, there'll definitely be a quarter of a million in there. Have you been going on Wikipedia? There's nothing in my bank account. There's about £4,000. I'm talking about the offshore ones. 
I've got any offshore ones. You can listen. You can you can check me as much as you like. You'll find nothing. You're very clever. Yeah, I know. Uh, so anyway, I'd like to make sure my cut turns up uh, before the end of the day. Okay. Maybe in that private plane. Apparently, you've just bought yourself. It's uh, it's not mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know all about that too. I just fly occasionally. It's not actually my <laughs> yeah. plane. Yeah. No, of course not. Anyway, I'll leave it with you. So, uh, do you want to start the uh, recording now? I think you need to play the opening music scene as you have all the passwords now and all the access to the computers. Okay. Uh, right, okay, welcome. Listen, normally we have a bit of preamble, but obviously today uh, we're taking this very, very seriously uh, because a lot of things to talk about, aren't there, really, when you think about it? I mean, here we are, we're um, under the uh, under the eyes of the medical uh, people all over the world worrying about this virus that they've suddenly changed the name of. So I'm not really sure why they would do that. Are you? I wasn't even aware of the change name. What the change name to? I know. COVID or COVID-19 or something like that. Is it because the coronavirus has been around for decades? Well, that's interesting, isn't it? Because somebody told me they'd seen it on a, a bottle of Domestos or something. That was me. It's um, it's not Domestos. It's that uh, Dettol. Oh, right. Okay. It's listed on the back in the uh, things it gets rid of. It gets rid of coronavirus? Yeah. Nobody's ever heard of it before. How could it have been on there? Well, it just is. Well, this is getting more and more interesting. Oh, it's been around for, for a long time within the animal kingdom. It's just it's the first time it's spread to humans. Are you sure? I'm pretty certain, yeah. Oh, oh well, anyway, um, I'm calling it coronavirus because uh, that's what everybody knows it as. And then some World Health Organization or somebody like that uh, wanted to change it to uh, COVID-19. I might have that name wrong. So if you catch the coronavirus and you go back to China, do you get 10p? What? Well, that's what used to happen in the old days with the corona, didn't it? You used to give it back and you get 10p. Are you being this stupid on purpose or is this just for amusement and entertainment value? One of those is correct. Good. Shut the f*** up and let's get on with it. Uh, I mean, obviously, it is It is dangerous. I'm uh, just concerned about going into the capital at the moment. Well, you're right on the, the edge of uh, the UK, aren't you, where it's all incoming? No, I'm talking about going into London. You're near the sort of uh, the main ferry ports and airports and things, aren't you? About 30 miles. Well, that's closer than me. Yeah, but you're near ports up there, so don't you get cocky. Do you know, I left the heating on overnight. It was so cold. It's so hot now. <laughs> I can hardly talk. <laughs> I've got one bar on the heater. You've got what? I've got one bar on the heater. Is that all you need in Wales? One bar on the heater, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Anyway. Uh, so, you know, we must be careful about this, but uh, I'm, I'm just beginning to wonder if it's really very serious and we need to um, 
uh, evacuate or not. I'd like to see in the news the amount of people that have had it and uh, they've recovered very quickly. That's more reassuring, isn't it? Yeah, but they don't seem to be talking about that, do they? No. Um, anyway, so uh, that's the coronavirus dealt with, I think. Uh, it's in every news... Well, there's nothing to talk about since Brexit, is there really? Well, there's a new cabinet, apparently, arriving in... Well, we'll talk uh, about that in a minute, but I just wanted to get this other stuff out of the way first. Oh, OK. You know, uh, Brexit, there's still the Remainers remaining. I mean, sorry, still still the Remainers going on, a lot of them. <laughs> and the Remainers are remaining about the, the ones who wanted to stay within the European Union. Oh, this is too complicated for me. I can't do this. And they've got the uh, the Scottish wanting uh, indie ref too. Yeah, well, that's probably going to happen never, uh, because it looks it looks like if there's any more controversy uh, with the uh, Scottish nationalists, they've probably become a party of the past. Every time I talk about this, uh, people phone in to talk radio on my radio show and say they're not interested, and uh, people phone in from Scotland and say, James, it's never, ever going to happen. But I just wonder why so many people vote in Scotland for the SNP. I've no idea why they would vote for somebody who has a leader that looks like little Jimmy Cranky. There must be some appeal there somewhere. Well, you know, the uh, Scottish Nationalists have been in charge of the Scottish Parliament now for quite some time with a stonking great majority, and they've actually run the country down. But nobody seems to be bothered about that. So if we do uh, part ways and it and it sort of um, all goes a bit downhill for the Scottish, then what? But we'll have to save them, which means we'll have to put in a lot of money and, and uh, reorganise their, their infrastructure. Because we can't leave, a, you know, as far as I'm concerned, the Welsh, the English and the Scottish all inhabit the same island. And, uh, and we are all, all the same, really, except for the accents with which we speak. So when they eventually build the bridge from Scotland to Northern Ireland and then Northern Ireland sort of amalgamates into one big united island, do we yeah. then hire them the bridge? No, we'll do whatever sort of deal we did for the tunnel. Every car that goes across, we get a revenue stream. Hmm. But, you know, then Southern Ireland probably needs a uh, a bridge over to, where would that go? To uh, oh, Brittany, hot. probably. Southern Ireland, where's Brittany? Well, it's down the north coast, north northwest coast of of, um, of France, and that I just think isn't that the nearest bit to uh, Ireland? That's why I'm confused. So you're talking about going from Southern Ireland all the way across to France? Yeah, it'd be great because then you can drive, uh, you can drive over into Europe and do a little tour around Europe, come back into Ireland, drive up through Ireland, and then across into Scotland and back. It'll be great. Wouldn't a boat be more sensible? No, no, because you get that sick feeling. Okay, because you know the sea's quite choppy. But you, but you might get you might get blown off halfway across. The problem, listen, I, I I quite like sitting on the beach looking at the sea. But the problem with the coast is, it, although the weather changes and everything, and people, those people, love it, it's, oh, it's different every day. I've lived by the coast; it isn't really. I'm surrounded by it. I'm on a little yeah, island. I know. So, you know, but yeah, but you know, you've got, you're on a little island and very little water around you. I don't suppose you ever go to over the other side to Hollyhead, do you? I go to Hollyhead. There's a good KFC in Hollyhead. 
How disgusting. I camped in Hollyhead once when I was about eight or nine. When you say you camped in Hollyhead, you mean in a tent? Yeah. Right, okay. My parents had a caravan and I and my brother had to sleep outside in a tent. It was shitty. Because <laughs> in those days, tents weren't very well, well, they weren't insulated at all. You get up in the morning, touch the top of the tent and get covered in, in uh, dew or condensation or whatever. Yeah, because the tent was uh, porous on the internal thing because you had a, yeah. is it a fly sheet? I don't know what, well, I was very young. It was probably one of my dad's old army tents, just canvas. Yeah. Like two two roofs, isn't it? One outer roof that's waterproof, and the internal roof isn't. The internal roof touches the outer roof; you get wet. Luckily, no, that's modern tents. How is it? I thought. Yes, I this thought, was just a bit of single sheet canvas. Why don't they make tents inflatable? I've always wondered why they don't make tents inflatable. They do. They do. You can get inflatable tents. Can you? Yeah. Look into it. Okay, I will. Good. Right, let's get on with this. So, um, yeah, what were we talking about? How did we get onto that? You, you were being a bit camp in Hollyhead. No, I wasn't. I'll never camp. I was just trying to think. But, but you, oh, you were asking the thing about a bridge as if you were going to be a bit sarcastic. But what difference would a bridge be uh, to the Channel Tunnel? Well, you've you got more of a chance of getting blown off on the bridge. Of course you haven't. Well, you have. I mean, the wind. I mean, I mean. Yeah, but you'd have big. Have you not been over the Seven Bridge, the new one? No. Got big high sides. See, we've got Britannia Bridge here, and it needs the sides raising. Yeah, but it's not very big, is it? No, but it's very windy down the Menai Straits. It's an old, old bridge, and it needs redoing. Why haven't you redone it? Well, they're talking about making a third bridge across. Really? Hmm. That wouldn't be cost-effective for the few people who live there. Who's going to pay for it? Well, it's not for the people that live there, really. It's for the getting the big Arctic lorries across to Ireland, isn't it? Well, put them on little boats, send them across. No, they've got a new road there since you've been. 40 years ago. It's a dual carriageway all the way from sort of Bangor all the way straight across to Holyhead. Really? Yeah, but, but the problem is there's a bridge between the uh, across the Menai Straits and it's single-lane traffic. <laughs> what a waste of time. Why build why build a dual carriageway and then have it go to a single bit in the middle? I bet that's great at Oh no, well there's not many people there. Won't be you won't have any kind of rush hour, will you? It's shitty in the morning when you're trying to get into work and it's shitty trying to get home. There's proper rush hour, yeah. It's twenty minute wait sometimes on the bridge. Really? Yeah. Alright. You should open up a little radio station, probably get a lot of listeners. Put up a, make yourself a, a um Make yourself a sort of sign, stick it up on the bridge, and we'll do one ourselves. Okay. Anyway, just a thought. Let's uh, forget Ra all that. Um, I forgot why we were talking. Oh, you brought up the flipping, uh, yeah. Um, the reunification. Listen, I'm pretty sure that Ireland, the island of Ireland will join back together again. It seems fairly sensible. Uh, but here on this island, is it really sensible to try and have... Um, uh, separate nations on three of us, uh, such a small area. I don't think it really is. I mean, I don't actually think Scotland would be able to survive on its own. And Wales, bearing in mind I am half Welsh, uh, definitely wouldn't. Anyway, uh, <coughs> excuse me. Um, what about ca cabinet reshuffle? I think we should talk a bit about that because people do tune into this. Pro I feel so knackered today. I've, I've got that sort of sniffy thing again, you know where you've got a bit of guitar, but you can't shift it. 
That's not a good sign. Uh, you got a fever? No. Awesome. I'm, no, I'm fine. Forget it. I even said it. <coughs> no. Oh, gosh. You've got a bit of a squeak as well. No, I'm just opening my drawer at my desk. Oh, I forgot that was in there. Hang on. Oh, gosh. I wonder where that had gone. Okay. All right. Okay. Sorry. Right. Where were we? Uh, you were dusting off your contracts. Yeah. Well, actually, I was. I don't think I have any contracts. Don't you? Nah. Don't that, bother with them. That's where it all goes wrong if you don't have one of them. Why? Well, you've got to have a contract. No, if they don't want to employ me, they'll find some way of getting rid of me. Well, that is true, yeah. You know, don't worry about it. Um, anyway, let's talk about something sensible. Uh, which, what are we talking about? The cabinet reshuffle. There's nothing you keep making. It's, you know, we have to have some kind of plan on this programme, otherwise people are never going to listen. We get nothing but nasty reviews about this show. Amateurish, and, you know, he sits in a room and talks bollocks for an hour. We've got a review. They've, they, I, I printed one out. Really? Where? It's in the script. I never. Well, it's not a script, is it? It's just things that people send to us. How can you call that a script? Yeah, we have to ad lib around the uh, the data. Yeah, and you've put that record I had in the eighties up there to play again. Don't bother. No, that that's there as an emergency. Oh, is it? Oh, right. Yeah, it's like, to, it's like a prodding uh, stick to prompt you not to uh, yeah. leave gaps. Oh, right. In case I do. In, ca if in case you leave a big gap, I have to fill it with something. I'll stick your, your record in. Mm. There's a little, a little mention from Sam Bailey. The singer? What is he? I don't know. She used to be a prison officer. You are now part of my Sunday routine. Thanks, Mr. W. I assume that's the uh, podcast. All right, yeah. Uh, James Whale is at his best. Great job from Rob as... W what is this stuff? Have you been writing this and sending it in? That, that's uh, an iTunes podcast review. Alison Browning enjoyed listening to your podcast from December, downloaded on the mobile, as today we had no power, and it cheered us up listening to it in the dark... And more wind and rain found some port left over from Christmas and made the most of it. Thank you both. Well, Alison Browning, you should just have sent us a glass. With the port That's in right. it. Yeah. Where did you have a... Uh, Alison, you didn't say where you came from. Where did you have a power cut? There were quite a few. My lights flicked on and off the other day during the storm. I thought, oh, here we go. And went and found the candles and then they went back on. Mind you, I had a bit of a flood because I live at the bottom of a hill, really, and uh, when the rain really comes down, uh, a little stream um, comes down through, uh, through my garden. And uh, what it's done this time is quite a big stream and, and just went, you know, across the lawn, so I didn't think anything of it. But the water then con congregated um, on the patio and I realised that it's full of mud and silt. So now you've got to jet wash your patio. Well, yeah, we'll get someone to do it. I thought you'd pop over and do it yourself. I do have a jet wash. I did my patio the other day. Did you? Mm. Yeah, I have a jet wash too. Maybe I should do it. It's good fun, but very boring after a while. It's a very old one, mine. I'm not sure if it works. I haven't used it for years. What's the power rating of it? Oh, I've no idea. Okay. I mean, I literally haven't used it for years. I wonder if it'll still work. It was one of those... 
kachar things or kasha. Yeah. Oh, that's it. Yeah, kasha. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's hanging up in the garage. I might go and get it out. Oh dear, kashar. <laughs> I'll get Jake the rag to have a look when he comes over next. Yeah, well, doesn't he have a pressure washer? Yeah. Why don't you park your car on your patio so when he washes your car, it washes the patio at the same time? Because I put great big fences round. <laughs> anyway, never mind about that. Um, so let's. Uh, what we're we talking about? I tell you what we should be talking about. What everybody should be talking about is the Labour Party's second biggest political party in this country. Well, maybe the biggest as far as members are concerned. And the uh, calibre of those people who would lead the Conservative Party. Uh, I'm confused. You, you just said the calibre of the people who would lead the Conservative Party. You mean the Labour Party. Do you want to do that again? Oh, not really. You've just corrected me. That'll do. Okay. Mm. Anyway, talking about the Labour Party, is that all right? Uh, that's fine by me. Yeah, the calibre of the people who wish to be leader of the Labour Party uh, probably got the most members of any political party in the country, I think. See, with this sort of, on my nose, it's difficult to say words like particular. You just did. Yeah, you know, but you know when it sort of runs into... Anyway, never mind. Don't want to put you off your food. Uh, so, Keir Starmer, I mean, he is a, he's sort of a bit of a grey man in a suit with a tie, like most politicians. And I'm sure he'd do a good job, but it wouldn't be any different, would it? It's not going to be another Margaret Thatcher. He's not going to make any... Because uh, to do certain jobs, you have to look the part. Now, Boris might not have looked like a prime minister, but nor did Churchill. It's something about Boris's persona, personality, the way he handles himself. Nobody considers him sort of... Um, uh, one of these guys went to public school, elitist, everything. Of course, I think he's, a, he's, I mean, he is. He's a nice bloke. I've met him. Um, and, uh, and you know, you'd be okay having a pint with him and telling him dirty stories. He'd be fairly okay with that. Maybe not now he's prime minister. Um, but, you know, you need a leader that actually connects. Now, Keir Starmer, I think, uh, you know, you've got to base on the Labour leadership with Tony Blair. Tony Blair had what Simon Cowell calls the X Factor. Very important to have the X Factor if you're going to be a, a, a leader of men because you have to be able to command men. Everybody said as soon as the war finished, Churchill was not a very good politician and he got the bums rush, didn't he? Although he did get back in later. Uh, but so who's, I mean, Rebecca Long-Bailey, she just... She looks like a head girl at a school. She doesn't look like a prime minister at all. And she's got a voice that doesn't command authority. Uh, Lisa Nandy um, says lots of very sensible things. But she, you know, she... I, I was watching this one of the leaders' debates recently while they're all standing there saying their bit. And... Uh, Poor old Lisa Nandy, when she wasn't talking, fidgeted a lot. And, okay, uh, doesn't really matter, but it's little things like that that you notice and you don't say anything about, but it gets into your mind when you're thinking of voting. And, again, she doesn't have a commanding voice. Now, on the other hand, of course, Emily Thornbury has a very commanding voice, but she tends to look as if she's totally disinterested. In fact, they came to her and asked her a question, and she said, what? 
And they said, so, so, so. And she said, oh, I'm sorry, I just zoned out. As if she was bored by what everybody was saying. And I think that was her biggest mistake. Because she does, she, she sounds like a sort of overpowering school teacher who's going to tell you to sit up straight and do what she says or else. So I don't think she's got any, and I think that's why she's not been very popular, because she has that sort of domineering arrogance. So I suppose you're down to Keir Starmer and Lisa Nandy to win, because I don't think Rebecca Long-Bailey has got the right look, the right image, the right voice, and she's going on about all the policies that Jeremy Corbyn did and not realising why people don't like the idea of a serious... Or, or, or seriously socialist government running this country. Um, I mean, a few people will, but I don't think the majority. So it's down to, to uh, Lisa and Andy, and it's down to Keir Starmer, but either of them, I mean, I don't know. I don't think they're going to set the world on fire, do you? They're not going to be a, a Boris Johnson or a Margaret Thatcher, for our argument's sake. I mean, I'm not a member of the, of the... I'm not. Well, I'm actually not a member of any political party, uh, so I can't vote, so it doesn't make much difference to me. Um, but I'm, I'm fascinated. If anybody wants to send me an email about their thoughts on it, I'd be fascinated, if you can be bothered. I think Boris works because he's been around for a long, long time in the media on Have I Got News For You, etc. Well, he was brought up in a political family. That's, you know, he's it, that's what he lives, politics. It's, it was his hobby. It's his life. He loves to give speeches. Uh, and he doesn't give them, you know, Blair was, was very communica communicative. Communicative? Communi What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, community spirited. No. Communicative. That'll do. That was, the, yeah. Anyway. Um, but he, uh, he, he did it in a very ultra-smooth way, which a lot of uh, prime ministers do, but Boris continues to be a bit bumbly, and people like that. We like that. But even with his shock of tousled blonde hair, he looks the part, and it's very important. We're going to talk about the reshuffle now. Well, that's what we're doing. Oh, okay. What do you think, you stupid ass? Well, we went from talking about the reshuffle to the Labour Party. I want to swing it back over to the other side now. I haven't got onto that yet. Okay. I was talking about the... Um, why did you confuse me about the Labour leadership? I, I didn't bring up the Labour leadership. No, you just wanted to talk about the flipping reshuffle. Yeah, because I want to know about it. All right, okay, well, we'll talk about it in a minute. Why don't you do... I just thought I'd mix it up. Why don't you do tech talk? Okay, I can do a bit of tech talk. Good, because I'm going to have a pee. Right now? Yeah. Have you got a problem with that? What, are you going to use a cup? Wow. Okay, well then, Tech Talk. Uh, the Sinclair Spectrum Next has arrived. This is the latest incarnation of the classic computer from the 80s. Um, it looks almost like it came out in the 80s. They've done a really, really good job of the way it looks. It looks part of the Spectrum family. It's a crowd-funded uh, project. It's taken a few years to actually finally come together. The box looks amazing. I'm just gutted that I didn't put my name down for them because I got every other Sinclair product. So, well done to the people who backed the project. 
It's so good that I'm sure they're going to do another round of crowdsourcing, and I'm definitely going to put my name down for one. It's a really, really nice product. Facebook's dating app has been delayed in Europe by the Irish Data Protection Commission. Uh, it's already running in the US, but it's uh, been delayed, and they were hoping to uh, launch it in time for Valentine's. That's a bit of a shame, I suppose. And Samsung has a new range of smartphones. The S20 has 108 megapixels and a 100 times zoom camera. I assume that's digital because they're using uh, artificial intelligence to clean up the images. And also, if it wasn't digital, it would have to have a huge lens on the back of the uh, phone. And they've also introduced a new foldable Z phone, which looks quite cool, but I can't see a place for it for the everyday phone user. And they uh, they also have a <coughs> foldable Z phone. Say again. Ow, shit. Bloody headphones. Right, it's much better. There you are. I just, I just read my script. Which was what? About the new Sinclair Spectrum Next. Yeah. Uh, Facebook's dating app. Yeah. And uh, Samsung's new range of smartphones with a 108 megapixel camera. Uh-huh. Okay. Good. Good. Uh, so we've done Tech Talk. Yeah. Good. Okay. Uh, you still haven't got a, a, a sponsor for it. You need to get a sponsor for it. No one is going to sponsor Tech Talk. Why not? That'd I'm, be ridiculous. I'm unsponsorable. Well, you'll be off the show if you don't get a sponsor. Can I sponsor myself? If you want, just send me the money again. Um, anyway, so, uh, oh, I need a new phone. Mine's buggering me about. Can you say that? Say what? Buggering you about. Uh, I think I can at the moment. Okay. Mind you, when Ofcom gets their uh, their grip on um, uh, on uh, social media, mind you, that is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. It has to be said. I must have a chat to Boris because that is pretty. How are you going to How are you going to police that without actually uh, being able to dictate to people what they can and cannot say? We have laws about what you can and cannot say, so you can't get on. I can't go on the air and say that, Rob. He's a flipping murdering, uh, he's killed loads of people, he's a horrible man, he beats his wife, quite frankly, needs locking up. Because if I was to say that really on the air, seriously, uh, and it wasn't true, you could sue me. Can I not see you on a podcast? No. Damn. Well, yeah, probably you can, but I said it in a, in a, a way that was obviously not meant to be taken seriously. Ah, but I can edit it, so it sounds like it's serious. You won't do that. Okay. Remember Mickey Mouse. All right, yeah, okay, right. <clears throat> okay. So anyway, uh, yeah, so what do you think about this? You're the technical bloke. How are they going to do this? How are Twitter? You know, if you get trolled... It'd be very upsetting, but for goodness sake, just just mute the people who are having a go at you and stop looking for people who, who are nasty to you. What the heck does it matter? Right, well, you can't police it on Twitter for the simple reason that there are things that you can do to Twitter that makes you untraceable. For example, there are websites out there that have set up a, uh, a fake Twitter account that you can literally go to and type in any message you like and press send, and that website will post that tweet. 
So therefore, it can never be traced. The only person it will trace back to is the website who will say, well, it's a website we set up for people to send anonymous tweets. So what are you going to do about it? Also, take the uh, website out of the UK. What are Ofcom going to do then? Well, a lot of them are outside the UK. Well, exactly. So Ofcom is pretty powerless, really. Well, why say that they're putting them in charge of doing it? Well, you can put someone in charge of something. You could put somebody in charge of supervising a door. And if somebody goes through the window, what are you going to do about it? Hmm. I mean, it just seems such a ridiculous idea because it could lead, some people are saying, uh, to controlling our freedom of speech in this country. But I can't see how that can happen either. If you want to send a nasty tweet, there are mechanisms in place that you can do it and get away with it 100%. Yeah, but there'll be a lot of thickos, you know, like just your best mate at school or whatever who won't know how to do that. And to those people who get upset, mute them. And don't, by the way, don't go on Facebook and then tell all your mates all your personal problems, then not expect some of them to take the piss. Because who hasn't, you know, when when you're a certain age, you do that to each other, don't you? And now that's considered to be cyberbullying. Tell somebody they're an ugly git, and that's apparently bullying. How do we all manage? How did we ever get through school? Um, well, there were plenty of corners to cry in, I suppose. Yeah. Oh, for goodness sake. What ridiculous. But we're getting to be a very namby-pamby society. I've said this before on one side, and then the other side, we're getting kids stabbing each other to death because they disrespect me, man. If you disrespect me, man, again, oh, I'm going to go for you, right? You know, what a strange world we live in. Anyway, cabinet reshuffle. Yay! Um, a very, it's a pretty good reshuffle. Uh, Sajid Javid, the, uh, the Chancellor, who uh, just very quickly yesterday during the, the cabinet reshuffle resigned. Um, I would have sacked him anyway, because he's done nothing but try to undermine the Prime Minister. If I was the Prime Minister... I would want to be in total control of what was happening. That's how it goes. You don't want, you know, you don't want your sort of uh, guy in charge of uh, the purse strings telling you what you may or may not do. That isn't his job. And I, I mean, that the arguments between Tony Blair and Gordon Brown are what are eventually brought uh, the Blair government down. That and signing with Bush and going into, <coughs> excuse me, Iraq. Uh so I think I think Boris has done a thoroughly good job in his reshuffle. Some big names gone though. Like who? Can't remember off the top of my head. No, exactly. Jeffrey Clark, he'd had his time, he's got lots of other work. He was a bit of a bumbling buffoon who thought he was a Shakespearean actor, so he's no loss, is he? Um who are, I, sh- I can't remember a lot of the other ones, uh, but Ledson? Andrea Ledsom, yeah. I'm not sure why she had to go, because she's a very attractive woman, isn't she? That, that's not a good reason to keep her on, though. Isn't it? No. Oh, that would be described as being sexist, but to me, I thought, well, that was just paying a lady a compliment. Okay. I mean, we've all got different tastes, haven't we? We have. Some people like the uh, Thornbury uh, domineering. No, you might. That doesn't really sit well with me. Anyway, so I th- I mean, I don't understand what all the... Fu- what well, I do, because uh, the papers have got to try and start, start it up. You know, they're going on about... Um, oh, what's his name? Um, Boris's uh, chief advisor. Mr. Cummings. Dominic. Yeah. 
Well, you know, when Blair was uh, at the top of his game, who did he have looking after things? I've no idea. Well, of course you do. He's on the telly every other day. Um, oh, come on. Trevor McDonald. No. His advisor. Who everybody said, oh, he's become too famous. His sh- advisor shouldn't. Alistair Campbell. Oh, yeah, Alistair Campbell. Was Tony Blair's Dominic Cummings. But Dominic Cummings is being slightly cleverer and trying to keep out of it, so he treats the the press with complete um, disgust and doesn't really say anything to them except a couple of put-downs here and there. Is he a faceless man? Not really. He wears a bobble hat. I don't think I've ever seen a picture of him. Oh, well, he's often in the news, much to his upset. No, I don't read the news. Well, there we are. I f- forget why I trust you on this. So, yeah, what what are your problems then? You wanted to talk about this. I just think he's done the right thing. I think uh, Sajid Javid was just becoming too big for his boots. I, I just wanted to know what happened in the cabinet reshuffle because it's easier for me to listen to you every week than it is for me to follow the news. Oh, you plonker. To actually know what's happening every week, you need to listen to Sky, to BBC, to Al Jazeera, to France 24, to Russia Today, get a kind of balanced view. It's easier to listen to you. Yeah, well, you're a lazy sod, aren't you? Well, it is a balanced view, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, okay, so I think I think the... Um, and you're not going to argue because you haven't a f***ing clue what you're talking about. I think the um, I think the reshuffle worked, and I think, you know, we need everybody obeying the commanding officer rather than trying to go out on their own. There's still a few Tory MPs um, who are very miffed about HS2. HS2, great for this nation. For goodness sake, get it built now. Can we have like um, a steam line going down the side of it as well? No, we can't. Just get on and build it. It'll do, I hate to say this, but it'll do people like you a lot of good too. Can we open all the old railway lines as well? No. Well, you can order. You can you can open up some of them if you get people definitely prepared to use them. Just thinking more more touristy people all around the world can come to the UK because we're a steam driven country. Well, actually, I was talking on my show the other night about why don't we have hydrogen cars? Because it's messy. Well, how is it messy? Because it's fuel, isn't it? It's water. Well, you get it from water, but so you're saying you put the water Mm. in the car, it then puts electric into the water, which then separates the hydrogen and the oxygen, and then it burns both, I assume. Um, What comes out of the exhaust, I've no idea if what you're saying is true or not, but what comes out of the exhaust pipe is water. Yes, but why, why then, if you're using electricity to do that, why didn't you choose electricity full stop? Because, you know, these batteries that, that uh, they're having to make where they go ch- get children to go down mines uh, and are so flipping heavy and so sort of impractical as far as I can see, why not have hydrogen cars that run basically on water? I, I see where you come from. I was told the reason was of, of setting up all the filling stations around the country. But, you know, you would have thought that the oil companies now who are eventually not going to be as powerful as they are would have been getting into this, wouldn't you? The problem is you're using the word water and cars. The two don't mix. Why not? Rust. Corrosion. You're being stupid now. Pipes. Leakages. Coolants. Get rid of all that out of your car and just have a battery and a motor. Nothing breaks. 
A battery or a motor? Well, a battery and a motor, obviously. You can't have one or two. Uh, just leave it like it is. That's my view. Let's have a few jokes. Jehovah's Witness knocked on my door last night. I asked him in, sat him down and said, right, what do you want to talk about? He replied, fuck no, so I've never got this far before. <laughs> that is funny. Oh, that is funny. Um, that was Alison Browning, by the way. That was Alison Browning, I beg your pardon. This is Andy Harrison. He's written this. It's a long one. I'm going to have to put my glasses on. Okay, right. Here we go. A pirate has been on a ship for six months, but there are no women on the ship. And being male, he's got some urges. So we asked the captain, oh, it's been six months since we've had a lass on the ship and some of the others are getting urges. What can we do about them, Captain? Well, the captain replies, go down to the front of the ship and there will be a barrel. Stick your dick uh, in the hole on the side and just go for it. So he did, as he was told, and when he was done, came back and he said, Ah, Captain, that was great. How many times can I use it? But the captain turned to him and said, Every day except Thursday. And the pirate asked, Why? And the captain responded, Ha ha, because that's your turn to be in the barrel, my boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's the voices. <laughs> well, I can't really do two different. Both the same. <laughs> yeah, I know they were. I can't really do two different pirate voices. How can I do two different pirate voices? They were both from Cornwall. Arr, that's where pirates come from. Aye, <laughs> indeed. You see my new gangster photograph I've had done? Hi, I did see it. It was on social media. Yeah, yeah. good, isn't it? Uh, it's a good photo, yes. Yeah, I thought it was quite good. I'm quite pleased with it. But I tell you what I watched the other day. Um, what was it called? Angels and Demons or... Angels and Demons? Yeah, that's a good film. With Tom Hanks? Yes. I just sat down to watch it. I was... I could, it, it was just boom, 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 boom. It was great. Have you seen the, uh, the other one, uh, which is related to it, The uh, Da Vinci Code? I've seen The Da Vinci Code. Yeah, that was good too. But I don't think that was as good as Angels and Demons. Is the Angels and Demons, that's the one set in the Vatican with bombs, isn't it? Yeah. Or, or poison or something like that, I can't remember. Antimatter that could destroy the world. Oh, there we go. Is there such a thing as antimatter, really? Well, if there's matter, there must be antimatter. Don't be silly. Does it matter? Let's do questions for the whale. Come on. Okay, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll turn the pages in the uh, big long script that I've uh, written. Oh, do you write all these questions? I, I like to think they were listeners sending them in. No, I, uh, I, I ripped them off your Facebook page. Well, I've given you permission to go on my Facebook page. Well, you've added me as a friend, so I ripped them off your Facebook page. Mm. You see, that's the interesting thing. If people go on Facebook and then they do all this stuff and, and some of their friends are horrible to them, why don't they just mute them? Can you mute on, on Facebook? I never know. You can block on Facebook. You can't mute. Yeah, block them then. Block the thing with people getting upset about social media is they keep looking at things that are, are nasty about them. Just don't use social media if you're uh, yeah. easily if, uh, upset. Yeah. 
Yeah, very good point. Right, go on. Hit me with a few questions and I'll give you the answers because that's what I do. Uh, Mia Kofi. Mia Kofi. Isn't that what they say in... Uh, isn't that Latin for... Um, Mia Copa? No, it's not. Okay, go on. Uh, why are all the really bad storms named after women? <laughs> I think you've just answered your own question. David Wright. Yeah. Okay then, James. I assume that's uh, here's a question for you. We've heard a lot recently about the banning of petrol, diesel, and hybrid vehicles in favour of electric. There is another alternative, hydrogen. Oh, here we go. Yeah, yeah. Is this you? You've written your own either combustion for yourself, yet no one seems to be exploring this option. Why? I think we just did. Yeah, I agree with you. It's 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 too much in the in the car that can go wrong. Yeah, David, I agree with you, mate. Uh, James Reed, mm. pickled onions or pickled eggs? Neither really, but if I had to choose, probably pickled onions. Okay. Uh, Rob James, is it true that if you were kidnapped by a mime, he would do unspeakable things to you? By a mime? Mm. I don't understand that question. If you were kidnapped by a mime... Oh, yeah, I see. Somebody miming stuff, and then they can't speak. Ah, 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 ah. Fuck off. <laughs> Andy Wood. Andy Wood what? I don't know. But I hope he enjoys doing it. Is Johnson following Trump's lead by interfering with the judiciary? Um, he's just doing what he feels he needs to do to uh, make this country secure and lead it. Brian Cornwell. Hi, James. We miss you in Kent. Question from me. It's refreshing to have a prime minister like we have now. Oh, is it? Yeah, I agree. Is no, it? I agree. It is refreshing. Okay. Um, and uh, I don't know why you miss me in Kent. That's because that's where I live. <laughs> I think he means on the radio in Kent. Yeah, but the BB, you know, the BBC are just making a fucking mockery of it. They're now introducing record into programmes that don't need music. I, I don't know, the, the, the big bosses of BBC local radio, one of which used to be a newsreader on a show I did, haven't got a flipping clue in my view. So um, I can't really be bothered at the moment. Uh, Rob Hargrave. It's a very posh name, isn't it? Hargrave. Mm. Uh, what's your thoughts on peanut butter marmite? Disgusting. I love peanuts and I love marmite, but not together. Have they just sort of, when someone puts peanut butter on their bread and then smear marmite on the top and gone, that's nice. No, just... they've just made, it's a peanut butter made by marmite. And I've never tried it, but I wouldn't want to uh, interfere with the most delicious taste of marmite. Oh, I'm hungry now. So you're saying the peanut butter marmite is just peanut butter and it's branded marmite? I think so, yeah. Or is it... Am I wrong? I don't know. I, don't, I really don't know. I must admit that stumped me because I don't, I don't eat peanut butter. I like peanuts in chocolate Ooh, and yeah. I like peanuts in the pub. But I don't like that peanut spread stuff. I've never had that. So uh, I, I, and we, I can't think it would be very nice having peanut butter and marmite together. I tried for the very first time a few months ago, Nutella. I love Nutella. I eat it by the spoon. I, I'm, I must. I, it, it tastes like that Kinder Bueno chocolate. Mm. 
Very nice. I'm, I'm yep. so upset that I've left it all this time to discover it. Uh, don't eat too much. Right, I've got to go because I'm now going to have a Marmite and Nutella sandwich because I think that sounds delicious. Well, you've just invented the same thing almost as the peanut butter Marmite. No, I'm going to have Marmite as my main course and uh, Nutella as as my pudding. Oh, I see. You're not going to stir it together. I think that would be disgusting. Could be a brand there. Could be worth a lot of money. Good. You carry on. Put the money in my account. I'll see you later. to the James Well Radio Show. For more information, visit www.jameswellradio.co.uk. Why not check us out on facebook.com slash jameswellradioshow or follow James on Twitter at the James Whale. James Whale, the voice of reason.